Playhead Thumb. Dong. All right. Here we go. I'm not going to say anything interesting or funny beginning of this because I don't want to give my buddy any ammunition to use in uh, a show opener. So I'm going to be as boring as possible and call him. Hi, William. Oh, I thought that was your hold music. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I guess we're ready. Are we? Ready as we'll ever be, maybe. I don't know. I don't have anything for the beginning, but maybe some of this stuff. You worry too much. I do. No, no, we got to start over. <laughs> Why? Because I was going <laughs> during the first part of that music. <laughs> Have you heard of a technology called multi-track editing? No, never heard of it. <sighs> Is it like stereophonic sound? <laughs> <laughs> You're impossible. I have a scully lathe right here with your name on it. I literally don't have to play that again. Oh, okay. But I guess I have to. Yeah. (laughs) See, I win. Well, no, just for you. I mean, it it still won't matter when I edit. (laughs) (laughs) Things happen in real time. This is a live show. And Overcast. And now for episode 17 of Up and Overcast. A show about a show about two geekdomen of a certain age getting acquainted after a pair of baker's dozens of years spent mostly separated by most of North America. I remain Scott Horn and the other remains are named William Cooper. How are you this fine day, William? Super fine. That's good. And you? Yep, yep. Jazzed, maybe a little too jazzed. A little, little juiced on the on the coffee tonight. Oh, we'll see good. how that goes. Good. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk faster and make this a two-hour show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great here. It's this it's that time of year where I never know what to wear because I'm I'm mm-hmm. constantly in fifteen layers and changing every five minutes as the weather changes and. Uh, Gorgeous. So the paparazzi can't find you. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful outside. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Little bird tells me you've got uh, a little bit of a rant you want to have at the top of the show here. I do. I have a small little follow-up just to talk about. We had uh, spoken on a previous episode about Mythbusters and about how uh, the ratings of Mythbusters went down the tubes and Discovery Channel decided to end this series. It had been on for 18,000 years. 
and they gave the hosts uh, a final season, and they had a great sort of final season kickoff and finale and everything super, and everyone's like, yay, well, thanks a lot. That was really great. And then less than a month later, Discovery Channel puts out a notice that they are doing a reality show called Who Are the Next Mythbusters? And we'll be putting on a show finding the new hosts of Mythbusters, which they are continuing. So it's really their show. Yeah. They they found a really backhanded, sneaky way to fire both of the hosts without it seeming like they're being fired. <laughs> so... Mythbusters will continue with some new hosts. That makes no sense. Do they really think the hosts were the problem with their show? I guess because they weren't. I know. That's really weird. Yeah, so it's going to be a reality show where they find the new Mythbusters, and then uh, supposedly they'll continue on with. Well, unless they pick us, I'm not interested. (laughs) No, I'm not either. I couldn't believe it. It's like they didn't even wait a month. It's like you know, you break up. Oh. Terrible. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. Uh, I, I'm flummoxed because I. I really thought it was. Um, uh, their show, and it was just on the Discovery Channel. Apparently, right. Discovery well, Channel actually knew owns the IP. Yep, that's what I thought too, and that's the mm-hmm. case. Discovery Channel owns the whole thing, so out they go, and in some new millennials will probably come. All right, all yeah. I can do is make it dumber. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's right. So kind that's of a, my rant. Kind of a trend in America right now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Go for the dumb. Is. Okay. Go for the, shoot right for the dumb. Yeah. Uh, we also had a big piece of follow-up. Um, Huge. About um, Wendy Carlos, which we, you had discovered some things while we were doing the music and review section last week. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, the, the part of the music and review bit, so to speak, is... We do the scant research on the music beforehand, and you kind of do it in real time during the segment. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Spontaneous. Mm-hmm. We're so crazy. <laughs> but uh, I think that backfires sometimes uh, when the musician or musicians have extensive <laughs> careers that we know nothing about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we sounded like dismissive, clueless children and uh, mm. last week, and so I think we want to try to if not correct that at least ex- explain that uh gosh we found out this there's somebody with a deep long career and a very interesting person and we'd like yeah. to follow up that we know that now it's like it's <laughs> like if you were to you know in a previous episode so david bowie Boo? how do you b-o w oh okay says so he's done died a lot of it's, what you... <laughs> yeah <laughs> Wow. Well, it sounds like he had a song that was popular in the 60s or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what it was like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you, you probably read more about it. I read more about it, her after the show, and I was I was just like, oh, my God, we're such idiots. <laughs> that's my first thought. I was so happy to see this in the follow-up because I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So dumb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, synth Pioneer. Um, mm-hmm. Um, but, and, and we, we, we talk, did at least figure out that, um, Wendy was originally born Walter yes. and, but even by the time she was 
performing and composing in the late 60s, uh, she was already undergoing um, gender reassignment, um, but performed under uh, the moniker Walter Carlos well into the through the 70s. But so we're just talking, or I guess we're just, it's appropriate to just refer to her as her, as Wendy, even though yes. we're talking about the time period when she was going as Car- Walter. Right, right. And uh, she started off working with Bob Moog on the Moog synthesizer. She was actually kind of helping them define the instrument and then did these three or four records in a row of just masterful use of them demonstrating what a synthesizer could do. Um, switched on Bach, then switched on Bach 2, and then all the way in 2000, switched on, switched on Bach 2000, where she revisited it using modern synthesizer technology. And I'd really like to get my hands on that and hear what that sounds like. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the one thing we found that, um, other than the Tron soundtrack, which we did mention last week, uh, her stuff's not not available on the the streaming and digital services, right? So this is going to be one of those uh, you got to find this uh, the physical media used kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be looking for some of these things. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so besides Tron, she also did uh, music for The Shining and Clockwork Orange. So she worked uh, very closely. Um, on you know on those movies, right? And um, which is incredible. <laughs> so right, Tron, The Shining, Clockwork Orange. These are movies. These are you know giant movies of, in their genres. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And uh, what's and you want to mention the other? Yeah, weird and then thing that she did. Fascinating. Uh, um, she worked with um, Weird Al to do a parody of Peter and the Wolf, um, which came yeah. out, was that 1988, yeah, I think? Yeah, 88, I think. Um, like which, which is also not not available, although you know, we, most of Weird Al's catalog is. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it is uh, out of, it's it's out of print, or out of potatoes, is <laughs> no one wants to that joke but us. <laughs> um, it's out of potatoes, and... Uh, you see it on eBay going for about a hundred bucks or so, and on Amazon it goes for even more than that. So wow, yeah, <laughs> for a non-cassette <laughs> copy of this thing. So well, I'll just have to keep my eyes peeled at the uh, Goodwills. Yeah, or the flea markets. No, uh, no, no. Maybe Hemvention will have it, but. Uh, yeah, and it you know when I read I I saw an inter- I read watched an interview with Weird Al try to find it for the show notes mm-hmm. where he talked about working on this and you know yes well I'm working you know with of course Wendy Carlos <laughs> I'm like oh my god everyone knows who she is but us <laughs> right he's like excited you know the great Wendy Carlos I'm like oh no can't believe it so yeah we definitely lose some geek points. No, yeah, we we definitely do, especially because I I mean I've I've loved Tron. I mean the Tron music alone is just, you know, so important and and, to, and yeah, and to not recognize who did it, yeah, yeah, to not know who did Tron, 
So, uh, yeah. So we'll, we uh, hopefully have corrected ourselves on that. So Wendy, Wendy Carlos is a, is a big name. Mm. And we're big yeah. dummies. We are big dummies. So uh, we could, you know, continue this podcast just by looping like every week. We say, you know what? We were really stupid last week. <laughs> and we correct ourselves. <laughs> Keep this going forever, just on one topic. Yeah. What else? What else? Um, I don't really have much else other than to ask how your head's doing. It's, how are you feeling about your look? Ooh, it's attached. I've started to grow used to it, I guess, and it's growing mm-hmm. a little longer, no longer looks as um, like a... Like a um, plastic doll that has all, had all of its hair pulled out of its head. <laughs> um, so it's going in the right direction, I guess. Good. Um, and once, hopefully, my beard will grow back to the same length as my hair, I think that will help a lot, too. Because I didn't really say that, point that out, but oh, not only was did I make my hair too short, I made my beard even shorter than that. And it basically looked like I just hadn't shaved. Gosh, you looked like I looked like I lived under a bridge. Is is what whole, it looked like. <laughs> you did a whole um, Bob Geldof and well, I think I did more like your hair off. I think I did more like a um, uh, like I was in a treatment center somewhere and they deloused me. <laughs> oh my god! And okay. we're coming out of the delousing look in, into a. Um, Serious man who just doesn't have time to deal with the barber anymore. Look, which is you're just the you're truth. Going back. At least that's closer to the truth. Going back to just being just your old plain lousy self. Mm-hmm. Mm. Indeed. Good, good, good. Yeah, I was concerned because uh, the the photo I got from you, uh, I've since understood was not actually you. So a little alarm mm. me a bit. Well, I, you weren't prepared. I didn't want to. <laughs> no, I guess I did want to continue doing the podcast. And, yeah, yeah, that mental image would right. Every time just listening to my voice would, could could hurt if you yeah, had, yeah. had the image attached to it. Well, thanks for saving me. I mm-hmm. appreciate it. Uh, one other thing I wanted to briefly talk about that happened uh, in the past week is um, two car things. Um, the uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I don't, I don't have my synthesizer to make my tone. <laughs> the uh, beep, beep, beep. thank you, thank you, I think that got me. Sure, the Subaru Corporation, now they're actually known as Fuji Heavy Industry, Ooh, um, announced their new uh, Impreza platform, which is cars that you and I both own. Yes. Um, and I was looking for one magic word from them. And they mm. said the magic word. Kumquat? Close. Hmm. Carplay. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes. Um, the new Subaru, 2017 Subaru Impreza will have CarPlay. It's also on a brand new chassis that they're going to use for a lot of cars. And when you look at this chassis picture... It looks like a pan chassis that they could easily fill with batteries and make an electric car. Oh, nice. And the president of Fuji Heavy Industries even said as much at the introduction that this platform is going to be used for hybrids and EVs. Wow. So cool. we got that to look forward to. Great. 
on the EV, speaking of EVs, mm-hmm. the EV announcement of the decade was also made last week, the Tesla Model 3. So have you ordered yours yet? Did you put down your deposit? I just, I, you know, I couldn't decide, so I got five of them. Mm, okay, probably best. Mm-hmm. And you space them out, so then you, you yeah give yourself yeah. a better chance of getting getting one. Yeah, so I don't get tired of them. Yeah, this this announcement, you, I, I'm going to say this, and people listening are like, I've never heard of this, but it was so huge. I'm not even a car guy, and there was no way to get away from this announcement. Mm-hmm. It was everywhere. I mean, it was it was everywhere. Right there, there are people saying that this announcement um, is the, it's like the iPod announcement. Right. It's the beginning of the end for all the com- other things yeah. that do what this does, namely be a car. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that this is this will be the end of the uh, combustion engine automobile industry as we know it. Um, and that's great and maybe true. What's funny is we won't know for probably two years because that's about how long it's going to be before any of these are actually available for sale yeah right so and what's the, what's the price tag on those again 35 k's or it starts the average price will probably be closer to 45 once you've wow. kitted it out yeah so it's still higher end it's certainly not a low-end car but it's certainly in the range of what typical car costs are if you do an average of average price of cars that's right in the pocket right in the pocket so yeah yeah, it's a uh, very very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, you know, I'll I I hope you get one because I'll be driving this Subaru probably for the rest of my life because it is if, the greatest car in the world. Right, and if I'm smart, I'll be driving mine as well too, instead yeah. of just starting all over again just for one magic word. Right, but I probably won't be able to resist. Is that is it? Is it one word? Is CarPlay one word? CarPlay. Or, yep. Is it two words or is it hyphenated? No. No hyphens, One no spaces. Word. Wow, not it's even amazing what not even can... not even bumpy case in the middle of it. Just Ooh. CarPlay. It's amazing what they can do with words these days. They just throw them together and it technology. Stick. Yeah, incredible. Well, cool. Yeah. So, you got any other follow up, or can we head into our topic for today? I have no other follow up. So let's head into our topic, which once again, for like the twelfth week in a row, is. Beyond the porch. Yeah, we might want to. We should have probably just the, named the podcast that. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> much the catch-all for everything. It's like I don't know. I left the house beyond the porch. <laughs> Was it in the house or outside the house? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm very interested. I've I have heard a a small snippet of this story. I cannot wait. To hear oh, what it's, happened. it's not that big a deal. It's just a bit of a disappointment, which is always fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, spring break just happened for the Horn family. And uh, the, the problem with the Horn family in vacations is we pretty much suck at it. I, I don't plan in advance enough. Uh, we aren't ambitious enough. We end up going to the same places because we're afraid of trying something new or spending a bunch of money and then everybody hating it. Um, And this was compounded this time because we only had a couple of days off. I I only had two days to take off. 
uh, Jane only had one, so we just made it a weekend, a long weekend thing. Mm-hmm. So um, we went to a place we've been to before. It's a state park in southern Ohio that has a big fancy lodge and a bunch of cabins as well. You know, the uh, state park cabins are like these things built in the 60s or whatever. They're really big. Yeah, And they right. have these giant um, screen porches off the back of them. They're usually on stilts overlooking the woods or something. They're, you know, usually pretty nice. And um, we'd stayed in the cabins there before, but we knew the temperatures were going to be low. It was going to be raining probably. So we thought we'd do the lodge this time instead so we wouldn't have to walk in the cold and rain to the lodge pool, which is the primary attraction for the children. Now, this place is just up on a, in what what counts as mountains in Ohio, which aren't really mountains. Right. But, um, so there's nothing, there's no internet, there's no, you know, there's, there's no activities really, especially off season, the, the um, nature center isn't even open. So it's basically walking on trails, swimming in the pool, eating again, blah. The primary attraction for us, the was for Jane and I was to sit on a deck with a lovely view and read for three days. Oh yes. The problem with that is we can totally do that at home. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. but would you is the question. No. Right. Um so we went and uh we arrived Thursday evening uh to find that the lodge rooms aren't like the cabin rooms in that they they don't have a kitchenette, which we weren't prepared for. There's just a fridge. So we sustained ourselves mostly on dry snack foods and bottled water, which really wasn't a problem. It was just a little different. It's kind of like a camping feel, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though we That's were in a hotel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, fun started on Friday when my dad called. He was at home babysitting our Cat sitting our cat. Right. Our cat's not a baby. Um, really fully grown. <laughs> but <laughs> he arrives Saturday at our home and calls me in a panic. How do I turn this alarm off? I'd forgotten that I had set the alarm. I was supposed to remind myself Your cat to, has an alarm. I was supposed to remind myself to get online and turn off the alarm of the house before he Oh, got the house. The house. Okay. And I didn't do that. So he's freaking out. He's thinking the police are going to come, but they're they're not going to come. And anyway, he got that taken care of. And then on Saturday, we went to dinner early because we were bored out of our minds. There's nothing else to do. And my dad texted me that the power was out at home. So I called him and the wind was howling at home. And um, so I said, well, you know, if I don't hear from you in an hour, I'll call you and we'll see you know what's going on. So back in our room, half an hour later, um, the wind begins to howl and the sky darkens where we are and the temperature plummets. But we're just cozy in our room, no problem. My dad texts me that the power's back on at home. Yay! 30 seconds later, the power goes out at the lodge. <laughs> oh, God. And it does not come back on. <laughs> so we waited so it out. What time is this at night? Yeah. It's about 7.30-ish, okay. 7, 7.30-ish. Okay. Um, I wasn't concerned. It's getting dark, but, you know, we'll wait it out. We'll see what happens. Right. 
Um, but then the fire alarm went off. Giant klaxons sounding, just ear-busting klaxons. So I get everyone out of the room with their shoes and coats, and we go outside. Um, most of the other guests didn't leave. They just kind of wandered around the halls going, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so after 10 minutes out they in the cold. Okay. What? Was that? Because they were moose. They were moose, yes. <laughs> yes. We didn't know. It, it was that kind of lodge. <laughs> um, after 10 minutes, the alarm went. Um, stopped sounding. So I went in by myself to check the front desk and the ma- the maintenance guy had simply turned the alarm off. He had no idea if there had actually been a fire. He just turned the alarm off. <laughs> it's not inspiring much. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's your problem right there. And Switch. then he's asking um, the other staff what the fire department's phone number was. Cause he wants to call them and make sure they don't come. Right. And they can't find the phone number. And I'm standing there, and I have a phone connected to the internet, so I look it up for them. And I show him, give him the phone number. And he picks up the phone, and the phones don't work. Oh, wow. Apparently the phones are... The phones are down, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or they're somehow hooked into the electrics. Well, my guess is their VoIP phone system, they don't have yeah. actual POTS lines anymore, which would make right. sense because nobody yeah. should have POTS lines anymore. Yeah. But this is a time when you really do need one, and they didn't. Anyway. Um, so I took the family back to the room, and we just started packing and thinking, if the power isn't back on in 30 minutes, we'll just leave. And by 8.30, it was pitch black out, and it's getting really cold <laughs> even in the, the lodge. So we packed the van and left. We had to drive home for three hours in the howling wind and darkness. And I started joking with the kids on the way home. What if the power's out again at home, kids? And they did not appreciate that. <laughs> uh, ending of the story is we got home safe and sound, got to sleep in a heated home with electricity in our own beds it was actually way better than the lodge uh, which we never should have gone to so i just am amazed that that i think he even told me like when you texted that he's like i don't even know if we have a fire or not but i just turned it off like well how (laughs) you know i don't want the fire department to come you do want the fire department to come (laughs) you you actually do so they can tell you whether you have a fire or not that's the point of the fire alarm. Right. They just wanted the noise to stop. Right. <laughs> Tell them not to come. The alarm's going off. Oh, no. Yeah. You need the fire department. Yeah. It's a good it, thing. Yeah. The whole thing was um, disappointing, really. But the big takeaway is none of us wanted to go on this vacation. <laughs> it was participated in out of a sense of family duty, even mm. by me who made the reservation. Yeah. Yeah. And so I either need to accept that that we're homebodies or next time I need to make a vacation, plan a vacation that's truly meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. I I've heard you talk about vacations the last couple of years at the, I say so how was it? Uh. <laughs> like wow. That's not a good vacation. Yeah, you need to find something. Right. We've got to 
get over the fear of of spending money and not being happy with it. Yeah, right. Right. Um, so if we go in with thing, well, let's we can only spend this little amount and we'll do this known thing. Yeah. And yeah, it's a little amount and it's a known thing, but then it's this it's guaranteed to be disappointing. <laughs> yeah, right. So why not do it for reals and go yeah. someplace interesting? Yeah. It may still definitely. be disappointing, but you're gonna get something out of it. Yeah, sure. You'll be someplace interesting. Right. So when it's it's dark and the wolves attack you, <laughs> at least your dying thought will be, Well, I'm someplace interesting <laughs> as I die. <laughs> Which is good. It's it really makes it worthwhile, I think. Mm-hmm. I think so. Or as the place burns down around you, you know. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well that is uh I'm sorry to hear that. That's that's not the end of the weekend I was oh, hoping for. I'm glad it's it's past and you know Saturday night we slept well and Sunday was yeah. great. Spent it with my dad at home and we had a great time. Was... I blame myself because as you left, I said have something happen so you can talk about it and you're like I don't want any I don't want it no, I don't want to talk about anything and then see it was me. Yep. I caused this. Yeah. That's that's how you get a show, I guess. I guess it is through uh, through tragedy and comedy, uh, tragedy, yeah, causing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we uh, we had a a good weekend, but um, did you venture we, beyond your porch as well? We did. <laughs> Amazing! You just walk out the door, and that counts. Uh, we went to um, we have a a standing um, happens every few months. Maybe we do do a game night with uh, some new friends of ours. And um, we have been, um, well, I, I'll tell you about this game. Now, normally we show up and uh, there, there's some snacks and we just kind of eat some snacks and play this game. And uh, this time uh, the decision was, okay, everyone just bring some food. It's a, it's a potluck. Now, there are a few things in the world, and I, I know people listening to this are probably participated in potlucks with me before so they're going to be like oh i didn't know you felt that way there's a few things in the world that i hate more than a potluck (laughs) i (laughs) i get really there's a huge expectation i don't know what to bring uh i don't know how much to bring so i'm always either bringing too much or too little um i uh am a um shall we say a, a man of a particular size which means I like to eat my, my dinner. So oftentimes you think you show up and you're like, oh, great, everyone brought uh, potato salad. Well, I'm going to go hungry all night. So like, I need to bring enough so that I can eat it, but not too much. So it just becomes this whole, and I just get into this, like, this freak out. Every single time I have <laughs> any sort of potluck, I'm like, oh, this is great. This is great. We should just cancel. <laughs> I even said is your problem this. mostly what you're going to do about it or worry yeah. about what everybody else is going to do about it no it's me it's like what I'm what are we going to bring that is somehow that we won't show up and people will say oh it's just uh that's great little piece <laughs> of little cracker I need Thanks I need for to sh- the bread yeah I need to show up with something and people go oh this is great and I also have to show I have to figure out the right amount I'm like well there's there's eight people and you know, my wife is always like you don't have to feed all eight of them I'm like well what if everyone wants a little bit of it so we have to get in a, you don't need to you just 
bring enough for two people and then everyone no 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 that, that's incorrect <laughs> yeah that may be, like that may be a uh a continental thing it might be <laughs> right but like we're from ohio damn no, it no. <laughs> yeah you bring yeah, yeah. you it, feed it everybody needs to be a, a carafe uh yes. that could feed you know an army yeah so I never know what to bring. I, I I don't know what to do. So we had this idea this weekend. Um, so I'm seriously in this mode of like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to anyone. And Joe's like, okay, just calm down. <laughs> that she's correct on. <laughs> yeah. We're we're going to Ikea because they live near Ikea. Yes. And we're, we'll be there. So let's just get stuff from the marketplace. I'm like, oh. That's great. What a great it idea. It is a great just... solution to getting something that doesn't suck. Yeah. There Except... are problems. <laughs> Except once we get to the marketplace and we're late at this point, we realize that the only thing in the marketplace at Ikea that you can buy, not the restaurant because the restaurant comes on plates. There's no way to transport that food. The only thing in the marketplace are bags of chips uh, and chocolate and things like huge tubes of uh caviar in a tube that you can right. squirt onto things. They're yeah, they're not ready to present. No, and we walked around and we're like, oh that's good. Some rotting cod. Okay. Let's not bring that. Mm-hmm. What else do we have? And it like an it was like an entire side of pig or something. <laughs> like, yeah, what you what you needed was a Costco, I think. Right. That's what we needed. So we just wandered around and we're like, what? And I just I'm just like sweating. I'm like, this is terrible. We have a bag. Inside the bag are a package of cookies and a thing of chips. This is my potluck worst nightmare happening right now. Um so we find we text and we're like, look, I don't know how to say this, but we don't we don't have crap really. <laughs> they're like, just come over. We have a lot of food. And we show up and there's certainly a lot of food and everyone's, <laughs> everyone's happy everything worked out and uh it just goes to show me i'm like why am i i need to like let this potluck thing go just bring something that i want don't no one's gonna like look at you and go okay it's now it's time to judge all the dishes let's see <laughs> <laughs> none of that goes on just a happy friendly get together where everyone's sharing food that's all it is <laughs> exactly so uh but it was just, it was, it, we were half an hour late and both of us were just like looking at this inside this bag going, this is ridiculous. Do we get the cod roe goo? No. Who's going to eat that? Well, it's something. It's interesting. No. And then we thought, oh, we'll get, we'll get meatballs or something from the thing. I'm like, what are we going to carry them in our hands <laughs> to this party? Yeah, you're right. They come on plates. And I'm even thinking, I didn't even tell Joe this. I'm like, we could take the plates. They'd never know. And then we could slip them back. <laughs> Your desperate times call for desperate right. measures. I'm like, take the plates, and then we can bring them back to Ikea sometime and just slip them in. No one will know. Your thought is good, and it's one I've done, I've done as well when we have them at work. But work doesn't matter. Right. I'm like, right. I'm not making something for work. I'm stopping at the grocery store on the way to work and yeah. getting some salad out of their, you know, their deli. Yeah. Would, that would, give, that would be... give me three pounds of that, and I'll buy a plastic bowl in the uh, you know kitchen utensil aisle, right? And maybe a small packet of paprika, and then 
dump all that crap in there, sprinkle the paprika on it. There, potluck. Oh, you're like a potluck wizard. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so that's where we were. We showed up. Everything was fine. And uh, but I don't recommend that w- with friends. You know, it's a, no. it is a solution. To, it's for way better stuff, than nothing. Yeah. But there's no yeah. way they won't know that you just bought this. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I was I was getting desperate. I was really to the point of of even thinking, oh, maybe we can buy a salad bowl, and then come back, go through the line, come back in, and like, what are you doing? But it is like, a big problem. For you, you probably never make significant quantities of food. No. Mm-mm. We don't. Right. So, yeah, we don't even know how to do that. So, yeah, there's no... I can't judge any food. I'm like, I always bring too much. And we brought three packages of cookies. We got through half of them. That's, <laughs> sound, that's about right. Yeah, that's about right. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it, was, it was quite a thing. But... Um, so yeah, so that was the bad part of the party. The good part, we got to this party. This is a game that we played. Um, we're almost to the end of it. It's a game from the, ooh, I want to say the 90s. It's a Sherlock Holmes game. It's a, it's a um, not a competitive game. It's a cooperative game. And you all sit around and you try to solve a Sherlock Holmes mystery um, by going to different places and talking to different people and getting clues. And then everyone as a group solves the mystery at the end. So it's like you guys again. It's like everybody is participating against the game. Yeah, exactly. And you're trying to. Uh, at the end, it it tells you how many steps Sherlock took, and it's always like two, <laughs> and you've taken twenty. <laughs> so we've never won this game. Every single time, it comes down to the quiz, and well, we're gonna we know who did it. And like the second question will be like. Uh, so who stole the diamonds? And we'll all look around and go, diamonds? <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought we, we were to, solving a murder. <laughs> yeah, we went to 20 places. There were, there's not mention of any diamonds. Uh, so usually it's really just just heartbreaking as we get toward the end and realize, well, we don't even know what case we're on. We're not even on the right case. <laughs> we just wandered around the river for a while and... Talk to some people and, uh, you know, there was a lion involved, I think. And that was about it. So uh, this time we actually solved the case and we did it in um, the same amount of steps. I think we did one more step than Sherlock Holmes did. That's so, great. Yeah, we we considered it a huge, huge, huge victory. Um, and I've been personally invested in trying to win this game because it's been so frustrating the last six, five or six times we did it. Each time worse. We didn't gotta not don't get better. Every single time it's worse and worse. <laughs> so I was glad to turn that around and uh and actually do some uh Holmesian logic of my own. So that's great. Um what's the age range for it? Is it strictly a adults people game? No, not really. Um no, there's not there's not too much in there. I mean, you know, people get killed and stuff. Oh no, no, I don't mean from a content perspective. Yeah, I mean no. from an ability to play because you know enough about the world. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 pretty. Uh, it's just logical reasoning, really. It's not. Oh well, that'll too much. that'll never work at my house. <laughs> um, yeah, because I'm we're, we're we want to establish a game night. At, oh, at good home, idea. you know, one of the trendy things the all the families are doing these days. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we've already got movie night, but we want to add game night. So, I'm very interested in this, and and uh, this is something that I want to talk about as a word of the week at some point. Games, because mm-hmm. yep. uh, let's let's yeah, go and I need, back I to need that. more suggestions for that because because we've yeah. been really out of the game thing since well <laughs> since since you li- you lived in Central. <laughs> yeah, right. It's been a long time. This is a good one. It's it's an older game, but uh, it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and it really uh, it really makes you think. I I don't know how much fun it would be for kids, but uh, um, oh well, you just need to earmark the game topic for future right. discussion. Yeah, I think we should uh, I think we should go into it more, and I'll talk about what I found with these uh, these great um, cooperative games that they're, they're called. So. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, it was good, and we we solved the case. And uh, what was I going to say about that? Um, age range, I forget. I have no idea. I needed my own reset tone. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Is there a fire? Yes, alarm. <laughs> okay, it's Let's time for our next. It's the alarm for our next segment. Oh, good. Music in rear view. It's that time again. Mm-hmm. So we're going to uh, kind of do something sort of related to movies, soundtracks, mm-hmm. uh, in honor of a good portion of Wendy Carlos's career. Uh, I found this old record in my collection, uh, and it is the original soundtrack album to the 1970 blockbuster Airport. Oh, yeah. Starring Burt Lancaster and Dean Martin. I don't know Dean Martin was in that. Oh, wow. It's a big, long cast listing here. Yeah, Gene, I remember it being a... Gene Seberg, Jessalyn, Jacqueline Bissett, George Kennedy, <laughs> Helen Hayes, Maureen Stapleton. I like Jessalyn Bissett better, but Jocelyn's pretty good. yes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember... Uh, I, I watched that movie when I when I was very, very young. Scared the hell out of me. I don't know that I've ever seen this one. I saw Airport 77 or something like that. Oh, maybe the that's theater. the one I saw. Maybe that's the one. They was that a... Several of them. Yeah, yeah. This must have been... Was this, the, this was the first one, probably. I believe this 76. was the first one. Okay. But what? actually, we don't have any idea. Let's... I guess... Well, we'll be one wrong. One thing we'll we should have learned ourselves. from last week <laughs> is we should stop pretending we know what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> so, but this is kind of fun. Uh, I'm going to play these tunes pretty much back to back. This first one is uh, from side one. This is the airport love theme. <laughs> seconds in and I can't imagine how anybody who's listening still has their clothes on. I don't.
Okay, so that's the airport love theme. Nice. This next track is from side two, and it's called Airport Love Theme. <laughs> okay. I don't know, maybe it's for later in the evening when you take off your clothes again. Maybe. Uh, maybe it's... love theme i'm reading a lot uh, of this plot and there's a, a whole lot of um a lot of sleeping around going in this movie there's a yeah. lot of affairs and yeah i noted that um one of the songs is called um mel and tanya and i believe they're referring to two of the principal characters played by burt lancaster and gene seberg oh yes mel bakersfeld and tanya livingston Yes. And there's a song called Mel and Tanya. Well, they're not married. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So, yeah, this album's funny because there's Airport Love Theme on side one and on side two, and there's a song called Airport Love, Airport theme. Love theme. They're completely different songs. <laughs> there's also two songs called Airport. What? Yeah. The first track on side one is called Airport. The last track on side two is called Airport. They're different songs. Did they just run out of names? I, or? Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty weird. So they're, so they're both, both of these duplicates are on different discs. No, same disc, different sides. Different sides. Hmm. The records flip over and they're two-sided. What? Oh, my God. I've lost Dude, so you, much like, music like in half, my life. Half of your music is missing. <laughs> I know. Oh, this explains so much. <laughs> Spent your whole life looking for side two of a single of, of, of a disc and you've never found one. Well now I understand what they mean by side two. I'm like, well it's flat. Gosh. Now who is the dope? Me. That's who. Um I I the weird thing is I've I know I've seen this movie and I can't think of why I would except maybe it was on late night TV or something when I was a kid. That Helen Hayes won a uh, an Academy Award for her portrayal of an old person, Ada Quonset, in this movie. Yeah, there's a song called "Ada Quonset Stowaway!" Exclamation point. What? She was a stowaway. Well, it's oh, just her the name of the song. Stowaway. Oh, interesting. Okay, it's the name of the song. How do you stow away? Uh, I'm, I'm going to figure that out. Well, Helen Hayes. Before TSA, you didn't even need a ticket. Yeah, that's true. Um, I believe that Helen Hayes, and I'm gonna I'm looking real quickly here. But oh god. Helen Hayes has been in five thousand movies. Of course. It's gonna take take me a twelve years. Why don't you look into Dean Martin's career while you're at it? Been... <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, there we go. Helen Hayes. So I know Helen Hayes from my Favorite movie series as a kid. The movie series I was totally enamored with 
the Herbie Lovebug series. Is that right? And she was in Herbie Rides Again. I remember, and that's how I knew her. As a stowaway, so, I believe. As a, yes, as a, as a stowaway. She stowed away in Herbie's trunk, and the rest is history, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. So we've got some uh, things to put in the show notes for, for this topic then. Quite a bit. The more I talk, the more work I have to do by putting links in. Okay, well, let's put an end to that. Learn then. to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of uh, show notes, why don't you tell folks well, where they can find ours and how they can contact us? Sure thing. Well, you can find our show notes, uh, all the links and everything, at Up and Overcast. All cost. A posh. At Up and Overcast, money penny. Um, at upandovercast.com and you can find us on Facebook as well uh, facebook.com slash upandovercast and uh, there's quite uh, I don't know if you noticed there's quite an active Facebook thread going on right now on our on our Facebook page it's really amazing so um, uh, you should head over there and take part in the discussion have you have you have you looked not 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 recently really. oh yeah I've been busy. It's, it's it is amazing uh so very active very hopping over there you want to get over there as fast as you can talk about what you liked about the show engage in this amazing topic that we have going on over there um or you can email us if you're a little shy uh you can email us over at uh, podcast at open up <laughs> what is the name of this podcast <laughs> when when will I actually be able to speak the name <laughs> of our podcast? Will that ever happen? Stubble plus rush. <laughs> oh my God. You can email us. Once Up again, at, Cumberbatch. <laughs> at podcast at benedictcumberbatch.com. Um, <laughs> podcast at upandovercast.com. Maybe that's why people aren't emailing us because they, they can't figure out <laughs> what i'm saying so they're just typing in random podcast at blah 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 blah, blah dot com nope that didn't work <laughs> spending hours i write you every week why don't you listen to me keeps bouncing <laughs> <sighs> uh, all right all right so um so do you have a favorite movie love theme yes i'm quite partial to the imperial march from star wars but that might be my own problem that really gets you going does mm-hmm. oh james <laughs> james was in star wars no no I was hoping you'd do a, some more of your Sean Connery. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, I might. But I didn't do a good enough money penny, huh? No, Obviously. you didn't, money penny. If you're good, I'll do some more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why don't we just roll our note talking about our show notes as the podcast, and then we can call it a night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was great. That's good stuff. <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> Good night. Okay. Eddie Lee. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Hope you see you again, Russell! <laughs>